Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your Dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer, and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton, and each week we bring you a guest to help you build a life in alignment with your soul. And today I'm very excited to introduce you to Martina Grubmuller. Welcome. Hi, 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 Aloise. Very excited to be here. Well, lovely to have you with us. Martina is a transformational teacher and empowerment coach who really specializes in the subject of embodiment. So we're going to chat to Martina today. So welcome, Martina, to our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I was really attracted to your work because you talk about human and galactic potential. And obviously, this is such an exciting time on the planet right now. But would you mind uh, sharing with my audience a little bit about who you are and what you're currently doing in the world? Yeah, um, maybe maybe to kick it off with human and galactic potential, I almost would say we can't disconnect that. It goes hand in hand because we actually are multidimensional celestial beings. And this is part of this awakening where we're starting to step into that role more and more, starting to acknowledge that, starting to understand what's actually where we come from, what is our purpose and what are we going to do here? Now, in order to do that, we have to understand that we have a body, which we call the DNA instrument. And in order to really start connecting to that spiritual part that we have, mm -hmm. we have to be completely embodied. Now, my journey is actually, I say it's a journey from challenge to, to conscious choice. Um, and I've been through lots and lots of different things. I originally Come, come from Austria and I come, came to the UK in 95 and then was, I, I was 20, for 20 years I was in the oil industry. So I have my, my fair share of the cor corporate world. And interestingly enough, I've never looked at uh, spirituality or awakening or anything like that whilst I was obviously in the corporate world. But I was always very, very interested in um, personal development. Mm -hmm. And every, every opportunity, every situation, every difficulty, every challenge that I had, I was always very curious about it and looked at it. So what is that? What can I do with that? How can I change this? So that's how it all started. And it hasn't really uh, changed dramatically over time. Even when I started getting introduced into the galactic mediumship, being a galactic mediator that I, that I truly am, um, it, it was it was just part of that unfolding of my personal development. Um, I didn't start to work particularly different from that perspective. I just integrated those different pieces of information that I was given at the time 
um, and just made it work. So I, I think I think the biggest message that what, what I always bring home is to people is I'm a big advocate of embodied spirituality. Mm-hmm. And and what does that mean? It's it's not something we do. It's just something we be. It's a sense of beingness. Embodied spirituality it's a sen- is a sense of beingness. And, and the work that I do with people is I'm inviting them to look at their individuated journey from a place of self-healing, self-mastery, yes. looking at creating um, healthy and sovereign boundaries. Because when we all start doing that, then we can start seeing the distorted social structure that we're actually partaking in. Yeah, we are incarcerated in that. But once we start seeing that, then we can start creating a change. Mm. So I always take it back a little notch. I always say, you know, let's, let's bring it back to earth here. Before we start galactic, let's just say, yes, that's what we are. Mm-hmm. But before we start galactic, are we actually embodied? Are we in our bodies in order to understand what it actually means? Because if we, if we skip that part, we are opening ourselves up to a huge possibility for crashing because yes. there's so much out there. If we haven't got our boundaries established, we, we can expose ourselves to an arena that will be detrimental to our health, to our spiritual um, exploration. Mm. So let's always start with that. Mm. And how do we start with that? Yeah. Mm. No, what I was going to ask, because I think that's such, you know, such yeah. a valid, valid point is that, you know, yeah. we need to heal first. Well, yes. And, and also it's a matter of, um, I, I get excited about all of that. Because it's almost like, look at it as a detoxing. We have to detox from the system. Mm. And that's not making the system wrong. We all know it's crap, but it's not about judgment. It's about, okay, this is what the system is all about. We are stuck in that system, Mm -hmm. incarcerated to a certain extent. So how can we detox from Mm. that? Absolutely. Making it really practical and useful for people. To start off with, to start off with, and because we can't jump from being those uh, programmed, conditioned beings, all of a sudden now I'm enlightened. No, it doesn't work like that. We need no. a bridge. It's part we need of the a journey. Bridge somewhere. And the bridge is also, first of all, it's an understanding this is an individual awakening. So every single one of us has to do the work. Mm-hmm. And we have to take responsibility. Mm. at the level of awareness we have to take responsibility at the level of awareness where we are so that we can create um an emotional a spiritual a mental uh, a physical hygiene that holds that that allows us to get into a space that is safe enough for us to go astral travel, to speak to all the galactic beings, to speak to, to invite our brothers and sisters in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a great point. Really great point. Cause I think everyone's getting a bit overexcited about the whole thing, aren't they at the moment? Um, and, and, yeah. and it could be dangerous is what you're saying, unless we are fully it embodied is exciting. in ourselves. It's hugely exciting. It's hugely exciting. Um, 
but we have to to really hone into that point at least that's what that's what i would say you know first do the journey of healing of self mastery and then you can start looking going out and uh, getting yourself out there so what advice would you have for our listeners because obviously we've got a mixture of people listening to this so some of you know have been awake for quite a while and others are probably new to this channel due to the great awakening so mm-hmm. what of what when you say you know get spiritual hygiene as such like what what advice do you have for people how do they know that they are healed enough as such like yeah okay well let's let's look at spiritual hygiene what does that actually mean if you you think about it you know uh you dirty your physical body that's why you have a shower that's why you have a bath now it works exactly the same way our spiritual not spirit our energetic bodies picking up dirty energy now let's not call it dirty energy energy is energy but call it an energy that sometimes is not matching your signature frequency it's not matching your vibration so for instance and this is why it is so important to 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 work at the level of of your awareness because if you start if you jump ahead of yourself too much you are actually getting yourself involved involved into energies that are not matching your signature frequency. And when I say signature frequency, what that means, we all have a vibration, mm-hmm. the frequency, mm-hmm. we're all in harmony with stuff. And if there's a forced match to a subject matter that we're not ready for, then we're out of sync. And you know how it works, the law yes. of attraction. <clears throat> sure. We will crash. We will not create what we want to create. And then we think, oh, well, why? Why? I'm awakened now. Why is it not working? Mm. Because the, the vibrational match is not there. Mm. So what does it mean? Uh, spiritual hygiene means to get rid of all that imprinting. Do not allow yourself to um, pick up other people's energies. It starts with realizing that that's what we do because mm-hmm. innate we're empathetic beings. Mm. So just acknowledging that. And look, we're living in an age of information and disinformation, right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. There's so much out there. There's so much expectation and projection out there. And we are continuously being bombarded with that type of information mm. through social media, through the incarceration of the government and everything. Um, and it's just really starting to acknowledge that this is happening and not take it on. So yes, turn the TVs off, cut down on your social media, use your level of awareness and choice when you are watching. And you know, the, the big trick for any awakened person would be to say, look, yes, I, I'm, I'm so-called awakened now, great. Show me that you can live with that system but not entangle in it. Mm. You know, can mm. you live a system like that and still maintain your sovereign boundaries and, mm. and create your wellness and your happiness and your success and your prosperity? Or are you being continuously somehow at cause, you know, um, at effect, sorry, cause and effect, at the effect of other people's stuff? Mm. So it's like acknowledging those expectations and those projections and getting into that space of unentangled observer where you no longer are part of that 
woo-ha that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I think it's the way I kind of see it and, and see it in my community is it's almost like, like you said, you have to peel back the different layers of social conditioning. You know, all of us have kind of gone through a process as we've grown up into the system and we almost then have to peel back the layers to come back out of it and as you said operate within it but without being entangled within it um absolutely it's, it's all about awareness you know we talk about consciousness consciousness pretty much starts where consciousness is pretty much awareness and it starts with choice now choice, I mean, look, look, look at the conditioning, the childhood conditioning where most of us come from, all the programming. Um, choice is not even something that we, we don't understand choice. How many people understand what it actually means to choose, to be able to choose? I mean, I was one of those. I mean, I was very, I was amazing when I had an A and B choice. Yeah, do you want to do this or that? Okay, I'll do this. But then after you know 2015 was it 2015 yeah i started to got out of um corporate and i became a therapist because my physical body started screaming it's been screaming for some time but i never listened and then it said look that's it you need to do something and when i became a bone therapist and that started me on that journey of you know more self um, development and then getting into all the these other you know higher multi-dimensional realms and looking at all of that um yeah so are you saying which i think i think is what you're saying is effectively once we get on our path you know the the right things will present themselves vibrationally why like almost like consciousness level wise when we are ready for them and that we should wait until that point because then we're in resonance with them Absolutely, absolutely. Impatience is one of the one of one of those energies that um, we all need to tackle. And look, I'm one of those. Me too. Damn impatience! It's like, come on, I want it now. I want it. Double hands up. <laughs> Why is it not happening? What's this law of attraction business? You know, there's a reason. You know, everything's gonna. And, and also, if you start look, if you start applying those more multidimensional aspects and and laws and universe laws, you you, you start realizing that um, time is an illusion anyway. So as soon as you start, you know, understanding that concept, that time uh, is not, is is you know, you let you leave that out, and everything you reframe yourself into a different understanding in, into a different allowance when things happen, when things don't happen. Yeah. And I think what I like, really like about what you're saying is we have to learn something and then embody it and then see the results in our lives. Because I think, again, what's happening a little bit at the moment is people have kind of, you know, had this, Oh my goodness, this is all this stuff is happening how do the key thing is how do you take this information and make it useful to your life yeah. so it has a positive impact and positive effects yeah. and you grow it's it's almost like um as long as you're working with the concept of it you haven't really landed it the body and materialized so how does that that um, manifestation work you know, as long as you're thinking about it, nothing has really happened. So you need to pull that thought through and start expressing it. 
And what we're here doing is an expression of it. Mm. That gives us an experience and that gives your listeners an experience. And it's not that we are the experts, or I'm certainly not the expert. And I've never, you know, looked at myself as mm. an expert. No, we're but just on our journeys. <laughs> by sharing our experiences, other people can then look at them and say, okay, well, that resonates. And, I, you know, I could look at that. And just from a level of awareness, their uh, uh, awareness expands yes. just by listening to that. But it's an experience. If I just come along and, and talk about the concepts all the time, you know, there is no connection. Then once you have an expression of it, so let's say, for instance, if I, if I said, oh, I would have really liked to do a podcast with Aloysia, yeah, that's it. Nothing would ever happen. But now we have an, an expression of it, right, in the beginning. Now that's the expression. Now there is an experimentation going on while we're having a chat. Now, afterwards, it's already starting. There's an integration of that. And then afterwards, there will be more integration. What has she said? What have you said? You know, what have the listeners said afterwards? And, you know, that sort of stuff. And once that's finished, then we can transcend to the next level of experience. Mm. And this is now an example of a very half an hour podcast or whatever it is. But that's creation. And that creation repeats itself continuously. And the more we create those manifestations the more we have those experiences the more we become our i am individualization mm. and that is then expressed in becoming that or, ex or reminding or remembering uh, who we actually are being that part that particular piece of that puzzle that fits into that interconnectedness into that wholeness so i'm someone listening to this podcast right now and i'm trying to apply what you're saying to my life so mm -hmm. say for example health is an area that for me is something that i would like to improve how how could somebody listening then utilize what we're talking about to embody okay improving their health okay so for instance um you know that there's something not right with your digestive system. So you keep complaining about it. You can't, you have, uh, you can't sleep. You're not, you know, you, you talk about it all the time. Um, but you're not really willing to do anything about it. So it's, 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 a, it's a thought concept that is in your head. That's obviously, you know, there's something going on. The body is screaming, but where is the level of responsibility to for you to say okay so let's stop talking about it do something what is the first step that i can do to start an expression of that then once that first step is done once you have taken that level of responsibility to do something to stop all the back doors to not just say oh i should be happy and why am i not happy and all this complaining business then taking out the emotions you know and just okay step number one right then the experimentation starts because probably the first step will not take away the pain right away or give you the the result that you want so then what is the next step what is the next step what these are all choices so when we say um, 
awareness comes with choice, that means that we have to continuously choose. Everything we do is a choice. Yeah, makes total sense. So if we choose, if we choose something that doesn't work, what do we do? We go, oh my God, I'm a failure. I'm this. No, you just choose something else, mm. right? Mm. So it's almost like detoxifying yourself from the system is getting out of the charge and polarity, getting out of this emotional mm. love. love. Mm. No, look at what it is. Mm. What is happening right now? Mm. Oh, get out of your thought processes. And this is the interesting thing. As long as you're in your thoughts, you're actually not in your body. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you say that because one of the, I actually have a Dharma Life Academy, Martina. And one of the things we learn in there is that you create this vision for your life of what you want to create, but then you have to physically go and take the first step towards what it is that you want to happen. Mm. But also most people tend to then get stuck in their heads, say something doesn't go the way they want it to. And instead of then, like you said, just looking at it as if to say, okay, that happened. I'm going to process the emotion. I'm going to shift my body and then I'm going to take another step. Most mm. people get stuck there. <laughs> they get mm. stuck in the, Oh, yes. there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. Absolutely. And you know what, having having an opportunity to work with you in a Dharma school and everything, that's absolutely amazing. It's exactly for me, you know, being so grateful, having the opportunity to work with Andrew, because he gives you the bigger picture. Mm. So you have something to look forward to. Mm. You see, wow, this is what I'm working towards, right? It's almost like this is the wholeness. This is the interconnectedness. What, what is Dharma? interconnectedness going back to working with nature right living in harmony uh, mutual co-creation compassion and all of that um that's all cool but how are we going to get there right mm. and that comes down to determination mm. repetition mm. leading to illumination and hey i hated it when i first no please stop this right oh my god i've got to do some work (laughs) and i'm like no i get it i get it not because i get it doesn't mean just because you know what your spiritual uh what your potential is doesn't mean that you're actually going to step into it Mm. if you have met somebody where you just know that oh my god this person has amazing potential not willing to step into it. Mm. How infuriating is that? Mm. Oh, I've had to learn that the hard way and just leave, yeah. let them go. <laughs> let them go. Yeah, that is part. But that is part of that individual journey of ours, that self-healing, that self-mastery, and that, you know, getting our sovereign boundaries. It's the biggest thing when you come from a place of martyr, like I used to, when you have that level of awareness where you can perceive what's going on with this person, you can feel everything, right? Mm. And you have to step away. You have mm. to be honoring and in acknowledgement of their journey. Mm. And you know what? They might never choose to be awakened. They might never choose to go for galactic citizenship, you know, and things. They might not, not even understand what you're talking about. Mm. And that's okay too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So really, I think as a, as a, someone who empowers others, that was that did get me for quite a while because obviously you, you could like you said you can see the potential in yeah. everyone and you're like come on you can do it and then yeah. I just learned the lesson that I just had to honor their like you said honor their journey and interestingly I found when I honor their journey they'll come back round 
<laughs> they come back a year or two later and they're like, I'm ready. <laughs> And it's, isn't, it, isn't it amazing that uh, when you get to that level where you don't have to get involved, you know, you don't have to put, push yourself onto these people. You don't have to force your signature mm. freak onto them. It becomes such a freeing. Mm. Uh, it's like, wow. Well, that's the healer trap, isn't it? That a lot of healers fall into, healer which trap, is yeah. they're getting their energy from yeah. other people that they're serving. Well, you're exactly saying it because that's what actually happens. This is a huge energy harvesting exercise. Mm. You know, all these people that are so kind to you and they're so nice to you. And actually, it's just they need to be needed. Mm. And I was one of them. I didn't know. No, well, again, it's not something that we learn, is it? No, it's like, right. what? When I first found out, I said, what's the last thing? I... No, yes. Because when we're little, we have these capacities. We're like sponges, like psychic sponges. And we can perceive what's going on. And then we want our mums and dads and, you know, siblings to be happy. So what do we do? We just pick up all the crap, right? Yeah. Take it on, take it on, take it on, mm -hmm. until... We to a stage where we're so saturated with it uh, that spirituality awakening is, is lifetimes away. Mm. Having said that, when you did get and change that and we do the self mastery and he did, here you go. Mm. Yeah, it's like now, it's, so for people listening to explain the healer trap a little bit, like when you potentially get into this work, there is a trap that you can fall into because obviously you're now being fulfilled through your work and energetically some healers are, are unconsciously, I wouldn't say it's a conscious thing, but unconsciously they're, they're being served by the energy of the people that they're serving, if that makes sense. And so um, important that we have the self-mastery that that's not how we yeah. get our energy yeah. as such yeah and it goes both ways i mean i what one of the things that i've realized was that obviously that the more i used to do that even before i became a healer a therapist um it backfired onto me all the time because by doing that by picking up other people's energies it's not just that they pick yours you also obviously, you know, like for instance, I remember doing a bowing session with somebody and on a subconscious level, I only found out years later because I, I developed the back pain I had. And then I had a, a reading with, with Andrew actually. And he said to me, he said, well, you had a client that was in such bad shape physically, but, you know, on a, on a um, spiritual level, on an energetic level, you could pick, you picked up what had happened to that person and you said that shouldn't happen to you and you took it on because mm. our bodies are healers innately so i didn't mm. do that in any in, in awareness mm. i actually took on all those energetic issues into my body and then i couldn't heal it because when we take on other people's energies they're just not yours it's not for us to do that. So all I needed to do after, and it took me a long time to realize what I had done, I had to acknowledge that empathy is one of the lowest psychic skills that you can have. And that's, that's what, what, I, what I learned through, through my work with Andrew. 
I mean, I knew it before that, you know, just don't take it on, but I never looked at empathy as the lowest psychic skill because that's a bit of like, what? But actually, when, when you start looking at it, you're not doing yourself a favor. It's almost like you're saying, oh, you're not capable of carrying that, uh, that, that karma, if you wish. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it from you. Mm. You have to. So how do we have good spiritual hygiene then around that? How would you suggest for people listening? Well, first we... of all, acknowledge when you do it, if you have done it in the past, and, and know that, just acknowledge first that your body is, when you're in that type of, uh, when you are a healer, when you are a therapist, and when you are sort of uh, empathetic and sympathetic to other people, your body is probably a healer. Because it, just because we have a body doesn't mean we are the body. So if the body's a healer, it would reach out and do stuff without our permission. That's called tacit consent. So we tacitly consent that that is happening, but it happens in unawareness. So as soon as you actually switch over and say, hey, shit, oh, I never heard that. Now I know, mm. different story. So this is the lovely thing about it. Once you bring something into your awareness, you have expressed it through words. You have a concept that you can look at, make sense of it, cognitize it. Mm. You no longer have to do it. So that's number one. Mm. Um, the acknowledgement of it. So going into a session, you might have a awareness or set an intention that you're energetically going to look after yourself. So, so and basically, basically saying, look, I'm a healer, yeah. Yes, that's just not what I do anymore. I don't take on other other people's stuff. That's okay. just not what I do. So, okay, yeah, makes sense. It's 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 yeah, it's just that to start off with. Now, in the beginning, because I have been practicing that over the last fifteen years, so you know, it's practice. Practice makes mastery, obviously. So, in the beginning, yes, you do. There are so many different uh, techniques, and uh, you probably know all of them. Where you know you put yourself in an eggshell, you protect yourself, but not from a place of "I'm afraid." No, sure, just a healthy from a place of sovereign boundaries. So we call that sovereign boundaries. We're gonna take the fear. It's got nothing to do with fear. It's got just all to do with that knowingness that this can happen because we're all energetic beings and those energetic imprints can happen very, very quickly. Yeah. So you, and then afterwards you cleanse yourself off, you, uh, you use your sprays, you can use sound, you can use so many different things mm. to do. I have to be honest, I've learned that the hard way, Martina, especially, yeah. I think that's generally how we learn. Um, mm. But, you know, speaking to large numbers of people and then feeling really drained afterwards and not realizing, not realizing that I, energetically I'm still connected. Yeah. You know, and of course Absolutely. they're draining my energy like a battery and I'm wondering Absolutely. why I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know what, I mean, look, you are in the, in, in the open eye of the public here. So after every, every interview you do, you probably disconnect yourself. I mean, by now you've been doing this for so long, you do it automatically, but in the beginning you just say, okay, so now I disconnect myself. You can shake it out. You go out into the garden, you ground yourself, mm -hmm. you know, so many, many different things. Mm. Um, it starts with your bed when you go to bed. You, you, you put your crystals in the beginning, you know, you have your crystals, you put it around your bed to have, this is my space, mm. you know. Grounding um, mat, we've got, a, we've got a grounding mat on the end of our beds. <laughs> yeah, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that obviously takes us into the next level, you know, talking about um, all the energies and all the beings without the bodies that are coming to visit you and things mm. like that. And it's, it's quite interesting because, you know, we make a big oh, ghosts and demons and, and entities. The procedure is exactly the same. It's not going to be any different just because they don't, haven't got a body. Same thing. Some of, some of them are nice pe- and, uh, beings and some of them are assholes, just like people. <laughs> Do you know? So it's having healthy energetic boundaries with them. Having as well. healthy energetic boundaries and reinforcing them. And there's an endless list one, one can talk about, you know, what that is. And spiritual hygiene is the term that has been coined for, 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 by, by Andrew, obviously, and, and I do work with him quite a lot. So, um, so he talks about salt baths. Yeah. Yeah. Talks about, you know, putting salt, sage, uh, and silver uh, in, in a little pack plastic bag or something put it onto the coccyx you know put it onto the neck go to bed with it um what does that do that draws out toxic and toxic energy Mm -hmm. the salt is obviously you know yes and sage and silver so silver you can take a little silver ring or something and just throw it in and just put it on the coccyx and you know just strap it on as a bit of a procedure but this is also helping for dream time experiences when you have a lot of nightmares and stuff like that. It grounds you effectively. It grounds you and it just really helps you to, to eliminate all those, uh, that toxicity. Wonderful. So I'd love to talk a little bit about this kind of galactic connection. I think what you've said is fantastic and really important that people are embodying their development and obviously mm-hmm. keep, keeping really healthy spiritual energetic boundaries and that we don't necessarily try and jump levels because almost what you're saying is you know we're peeling back the layers and as we peel back the layers naturally our frequency will attract whatever it is that we're supposed to be then working on um Mm -hmm. but i know that you also talk about human and galactic potential so I, i would love to just hear a little bit more about your thoughts on the ascension and what is happening right now because you know, as we said before we came on, I, I believe this is why we came, you know, personally, this is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is an incredibly exciting time on earth, but I would love for you to just to share a little bit more around your work in this area. Mm. Okay, so it's, it's such a huge uh, arena. So let's, let's see what comes up for me here is, um, because we said we all come here for, yes. So the earth is a seven a seed galactic seed planet, um, which means that we've all come, every single one of us, and it doesn't matter if they are on air, if they are, you know, mums or bums, doesn't really matter. We've all come here for karmic resolution. So it's almost like the planet has brought in all these different beings and all the different beings that are here are master souls every single one of us. And we're all obviously, you know, interbred from all different star systems, dimensions, universes. It's, it's, it's a huge thing. DNA farming and all of that. I don't want to go into that. But karmic resolution sounds fascinating. Karmic resolution. So, and this is why Dharma is what we're striving forward. You know, like we said earlier on, living interconnected 
living holistically with the earth and everything. Um, so karmic resolution. And we also must remember that we are here as teachers, pretty much, you don't have to call yourself a teacher. We're all teachers here. We are all healers, really, on some level, because we've come here in this particular time of awakening um, to heal not just our own lives, but heal the past, heal our bloodline, heal our lineages, because every change that you create in your life has an impact on the past generation and on the future generation. And you'll, you'll know that. I mean, through your journey, you know, the, the, the more you, the more work you did on yourself, the happier you became, the more awareness you had. You started seeing it in your family. Yeah. You might not even have had the opportunity to speak to them about it. I certainly have seen it. I can have conversation now with, with parts, members of my family that I couldn't have had 20 years ago. Mm. Mm. They were totally closed. Mm. But now, you know, and, and this is part of the work that we are doing. Yes, there is a change in the, in the energies and the planetary uh, and universal and everything too. So, and then of course, every change that you're doing now, it doesn't matter how old you are, has an impact on your future generations or has an impact on yourself as the future version of yourself. Because you see, this is the other thing. When we start talking multidimensional, mm, we have cool. to start acknowledging that there's not just one, Louise. There's many, many, many different versions of you. They might, they, they might not be a woman, you know, even in this reality, even in this lifetime. Mm, so this is all exciting. acknowledging the, mul the multiple selves of ourselves that are spread all over the place, all over the timelines, dimensions, universes. And this is part of the work that we're doing on a multidimensional level. As we're doing the healing and as we're doing the, the mastery, the self-mastery, we start bringing those versions of ourselves back and start integrating them. That's called the I am individualization. And that's that big part that we're all working on at the moment. And this is what people are talking about, integrating our higher selves effectively, because that's a future version of ourselves. Because I know that's what how uh, people are referring to. It. We're in this process yeah. of evolution where we're integrating. Yeah. But you, you gotta you gotta look at the soul so big. Mm. It's not just it's not just we we are the avatar, the I am apex avatar, if you wish, here. And and this is this is the whole um point to acknowledge for people yes there's a higher self that a higher self or soul whatever you want to call it a non-local one and you have that connection through your dna instrument through your body you have that connection to that higher self and you continue you you're continuously communicating with that you'll never be able to bring all of it into into that instrument in in this uh, incarnation because it's too big but the idea is to just grab as much as you can and start integrating and understanding the bigger picture, understanding that we are manifested in these bodies here. And at the same time, we are in the ocean of awareness. We're, we are living multidimensionally. 
And even now, uh, as we're talking, it's like there's a simultaneous existing going on. And you, you may or may not acknowledge that, but just by me talking here, there is all my other selves are contributing to all of that. You know, your precognitive, your post-workforce, you know, giving you ideas and things like that. And that's a concept to get your head around. Mm. And in the beginning, you just have to say, okay, cool, yes, let's play with that. Mm. Because these concepts are so out there. Mm, we, sure. We're not being taught that, right? No. It's all kind of becoming more and more clear to us yeah. as we go along. Can you just elaborate a little bit more on the karmic resolution as well? Because obviously I know, again, some people are saying that, you know, humanity now has a chance to step out of its almost like karmic loop. We've been trapped in a kind of karmic cycle as such. And actually this is this ascension process is an, enabling us to get out of the third dimension as such. Yes, that's why it's called karmic resolution. Mm. So this is where, you know, the, the end of karma if depending on the level of awareness that you add, which basically means that you wouldn't have to come back. You wouldn't have to reincarnate into that. So into the third, the, into the physical. Because the, the, the reincarnation itself was a trap in the beginning. That was never meant to be on a big um, galactic universal level. But we were trapped into that. It's coming back and back and back because of all the... Uh, because of all the DNA farming and everything that happened. But the main thing is now to look at it, to simplify all of that. As we're starting to let go of the global narrative, of the narrative that we have been fed, what is right, what is wrong, as we're going, getting out of definitions, you know, this is, this, is, this is who you're supposed to be and you're a transformational teacher, but you're so much more, right? And just that acknowledgement will then lead you to an experience. And all of that is just blah, blah, if we're not having an experience with it. And this is now really coming through big time with the teachers of the now that are understanding the concepts. It's, it's no point to just talk about it when we can't experience it. We have to start experiencing it. And how do we experience karmic resolution? Well, we go through the challenges, right? Until that charge and polarity becomes less and less and less, and we start creating from a different perspective. Well, being someone that works with the Akashic Records, you know, I, I, that's one thing I help people do is resolve their karma through the Akashic Records. And obviously that, is something that's available to us now that hasn't necessarily been available to past generations. So how do you do that? By clearing their Akashic record. Um, you know, so if I give an example from my own life, like, you know, my relationship with my husband was we'd been married in a past life. And so we were married in this life and we had karma that we were repeating from a past life in this life. Mm -hmm. um, and so by accessing the records, I could access that information and I could also... Um, gain the awareness and clear the karma but have the awareness so I then don't fall back into the same pattern exactly. um, so. so you see this is the thing it's looking at what is gaining the awareness and awareness is change mm, choosing not to do the same thing choosing exactly so that's what it I mean it's simple but 
it's simple, but it's so difficult if you are in a karmic cycle because, you know, I, people come to yeah. me all the time and you know, having been through it myself, you know, you don't, you can't see it. So you can't choose when you can't see. Um, so that's why I do find this work really powerful. Yeah. No, it is. It is truly powerful. Absolutely. Mm. Martina, <laughs> I think I could probably talk to you all day. <laughs> this is, I feel like we've just started and, and that's like literally like nearly 45 minutes. So. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, I totally lose time. <laughs> yeah, me too. It kind of went so quickly, but I would like to say Fantastic. thank you because I thoroughly. No, you're most really, welcome. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. Fantastic. And maybe you'd be open to coming back because I, you know, I feel like there's more for us to talk about really. Absolutely. We, we can just define a topic or something and then take it from there if you wish. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And how can people Fantastic. listening? How can people listening find you, connect to you, come and follow you? Um, well, I've got my, my website, um, which is, you know, I'm starting to recreate it. But at the moment it's, it's www.syncholistic.co.uk. And I'm pretty much on all the media channels and I'm doing a lot of work with, I'm doing shows now with Andrew Barbsis on a Tuesday. And they all go up on YouTube and I've got my own YouTube channel and we've just created a uh, earthnouveau.com, earthnouveau. Okay. That is a result of um, friends that, are, that I've made through the mentorship with Andrew. We've got together and we do actually on a weekly basis, we get a Zoom. We have a Zoom on a Wednesday, five o'clock BST. And we just get together for dialogue. We chat and we choose a subject matter and then just we all get together and do exactly nice. what we do. Just community is where it's at we all need a community absolutely. a loving supportive community amazing absolutely wonderful i'll make sure all those details go in the show notes so people can find you. you but yeah thank you so much thoroughly enjoyed our conversation thank you me too thanks for having me on huh no not at all and we'll see you next week with another incredible guest on the dharma life podcast Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace.